not gonna lie and, and, and portray um, this ultimate poise like I've been had it figured out. Nah, I just didn't quit. separate whoever's gonna try to go for something is that you ain't gonna quit what's up activators to the activated by faith podcast where faith meets fitness health and wellness i'm your host and the ceo welcome to all of our first time listeners and welcome back to our former activators so this is episode four and the title is torn between looking like a snack and eating them. I just got a shirt from Messing a Bottle and it had that quote on there. So that's why um, I chose that title for this episode because that's really real life. Like, I want to look like a snack, but I also like eating snacks, especially cookies. So that's why I chose that title. Um, Today we have a very special guest here, Miss Made by Jade. And she is a personal trainer. She has her own fitness apparel line. She is really out here doing it when it comes to being a black woman in fitness. Um, so, of course, she is our health and wellness highlight um, for this week. How are you doing? I'm great. I'm excited <laughs> to be here. I am. I was so happy when you asked me to come because when I saw you was making a podcast, I was like, oh, my gosh, I can't wait to listen. <laughs> yes, because we were actually having a conversation um, in the gym one day about, like, eating, all that stuff. And I was like, yes, I need to ask her to come on here and talk about nutrition because that is really the biggest factor when it comes to your um, fitness and health journey. But before we do that, I'm going to tell you a little bit about her business. Um, so like I said, Made by Jade Fitness was created by Jade under Made by Jade LLC as a safe space for individuals to come and be made into the best version of themselves that they aspire to be by making lifestyle changes through fitness, health, and nutrition. Um, they utilize a 3P framework to make that happen, purpose, preparation, and perseverance. Find your purpose or your why for what you want to be made into. Um, she helps you prepare for this goal by changing your lifestyle, nutrition, and fitness habits. And lastly, just persevering through the journey. Um, she says that the journey won't be easy, but it will definitely be worth it. And the best thing you can ever do is make yourself over and over until you're greater than you ever imagined. So let's get made is what uh, Miss Jade George says. She offers a lot of services, like I said, personal training, small group training, fitness apparel, workout equipment. She got a new summer line that I keep spending my money on. <laughs> we appreciate the support. So she she's doing it all. So we just going to jump right into the check-in. When and why did you begin your fitness, health, and wellness journey? Okay, so, you know, when I get asked that question, a lot of times I can't really put a, a, like a finger on it because I feel like I've always been in it. I started um, playing sports at eight years old. I ran track and field with Baltimore City Track and Field Club. And from there, it was go, like track and field into basketball, um, cross country, field hockey. And so I feel like I've always had the lifestyle. Um, and I never felt like I had to get into it because of needing to you know, lose weight or gain weight mm -hmm. or a health issue. So I know that's where I probably differ from a lot of people when they get into health and wellness, maybe later in their life. Um, it was just something I've always done. Mm hmm so when you first started, like you didn't have, did you have any personal challenges that you had to overcome physical? I know you said it was something that you've always done. Um, as a child, the only things that really came about was I had asthma. 
Mm-hmm. So, you know, asthma attacks sometimes were an issue. And actually later when I was 20 in college, running track in college at Bowie State University, I found out I had a heart condition. Mm-hmm. And just to take it back, once we found out the heart condition, we figured out the triggers and all the different things that let me know this is when my heart condition is a, a factor. I was able to figure out that when I was a child, a lot of the times I thought I was having an asthma attack. Mm-hmm. I was actually having a heart the a, a attack with my heart. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, luckily, though, you know, God pulled me through all that and I was able to still be where I am today. And I say all the time, like, if my parents had known I was born with that heart condition, I don't know if I would have been an athlete. Mm-hmm. You know, they might have really tried to shelter me by, you know, of course, protecting my heart. So things like athletics are going to put your heart through, you know, a certain levels. So um, I say all the time, everything happens for a reason. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So what made you become a personal trainer? Okay. So um, <laughs> when I was in grad school, I went to Rutgers University for biomedical science and I was on a dental track to go to dental school, become a dentist. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's, <laughs> a lot of people don't know that about me. Okay, but, dentist. Yeah. So, you know, and I was like, okay, this is kind of cool. I worked in a dentist office. You know, I was liking it. I was always had a STEM major. So science wasn't hard. So I was doing it, but like I was in school, y'all, and I was like, I'm not feeling this. And, and I mean, could I do the work? Yes. Can I study? Yes. Can I learn? Yes. But it just didn't resonate. Like, I literally was like, is this really what the next 40, 50 years going to look like? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not feeling it. And so I really hit a point of a low point. Like, I was trying to get through school. I wasn't motivated. And that's not me. I'm a great student. So I really had to sit with myself like, Jade, what is going to make you get up? And, you know, I was having conversations with friends and stuff. And it really hit me one day. Like, one thing Jay going to do is go to the gym. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jay going to get that workout in. I might not study that chapter. I should have studied for the test. But, and that's their responsible, but I will go to the gym and I mean, I could be in there two hours easily. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, you know, maybe I should just personal train. And at that point as an athlete, I'm thinking, I I just do this because I do this. I was eight years old. It's just a lifestyle. Not thinking like you can make this into your life mm-hmm. career. So that's really where it started. I just said it one day out loud, like I'm going to become a personal trainer mm-hmm. and the wheels started turning. So for those of you who don't know, Jade was teaching kids and she mm-hmm. recently left her full-time job to start personal training full-time and just really jump full force into made by jade so how was that for you just a little off topic but how was no, that okay. um it's actually feels great it's scary and great at the same mm-hmm. time scary but in a good way not like that really drive your pressure up scary like just one of those i'm taking this leap of faith mm-hmm. i'm trusting god i know he's been talking to me for a while let me know you know i got your back i mm-hmm. got you like i know this where you belong I, I started listening i started really you know sitting myself and evaluating where i belong and it's a space that i know i'm going to grow into i'm going to soar and um yeah i, I don't like teaching and at the same time teaching definitely taught me a lot of things that I can see how I use in personal training you mm-hmm. know it's amazing you really teach as a personal trainer yep. and that's really one of my main things with my clients as you know like I really want to get down to the root of my clients understanding like maybe nobody will become a personal trainer but the reality is I want you to know what you're doing why you're doing it and how it's going to benefit you so whenever you do transition paths made by J Fitness you can go into a gym on your own mm-hmm. and be confident like I know what I'm doing this I know what I need to do you know a lot of people say I walk into the gym and I just don't know what to do with mm-hmm. all this stuff yep. I don't want my clients to leave me feeling like that I want them to walk into a gym and be confident I can go over to the free weights and do what I need to do like and I'm good to go mm-hmm. so Um, I feel good. I think that I'm exactly where I belong. I know that I'm exactly where I belong. And um, the future looks bright. That's good because I feel like not a lot of people are going to really jump out there and say that Mm -hmm. I'm going to pursue my fashion completely, really have faith in God, trust Mm -hmm. in him, and do what I love to do 
leaving my full time job and mm-hmm. really jumping into what I love. Mm-hmm. So when I saw that, I was like, yes, thank you, girl. Yes, <sighs> I love this. So I know that you talked about how you like to teach your clients so that they can, as I would say, build that self efficacy so that you know they can go to the gym or mm-hmm. we can go to the gym and feel more confident. Mm-hmm. I would say that's definitely something that I learned from you. Um, Thanks. as far as like pushing myself mm-hmm. and going to lifting heavier mm-hmm. weights, um something I keep in mind. And another thing that you always talk about is nutrition and how if your nutrition mm-hmm. is not there, you are not going to see the no results ma'am. that you want to see. No ma'am. So when it comes to pursuing a healthier lifestyle and seeing mm-hmm. results, like, can you kind of explain how important that nutrition component is? Because I feel like that's something that mm-hmm. people do not really pay much attention to like they should. Yes. Um, I'm pretty sure at this point in our lives, we've all heard that 80-20 rule. Mm-hmm. And not just in fitness, you know, in life, you know, your 80-20 you know, people in your life, the 80, 20, the 80 is nutrition, the 20 is the fitness. And yes. I know for people, what we see is going to the gym every day and, oh my gosh, she's in the gym all the time. She, mm-hmm. She's killing it. And then the reality is you can go in the gym five days a week, two hours a day. And if you're tra- if you're eating is trash, it, I mean, I won't say you won't have a result. And I mean, I won't say that you won't be an unhealthy person, but more than likely you ain't seeing the results you want to see. Mm-hmm. And this is one thing I tell people, like to really drive the point home, I was tell people, think about this. When you think about everybody's lifestyle, whether you go to the gym, whether you work out, whether you do Zumba, whether you are a dancer, one thing that every single, or you don't even work out, you, you don't do nothing with fitness. One mm-hmm. thing every single human being going to do in, in, in this day and age is what? Eat mm-hmm. every day. You have to eat. You know, God willing that you're in a position to have food in your home. You have to consume food in order to get through your day. If you don't do it, your body will tell you, right? Your stomach is going to t- send a signal to your brain. Hey, hello, I'm hungry. Mm-hmm. So one thing every day, even myself, I don't work out every single day, but I'm going to eat every day. So mm-hmm. I tell people the time, that's the most important thing you can do to really see the results, whether it's lose weight, gain weight, muscle, build muscle. It doesn't matter. The eating has to match and align with the goals. Mm-hmm. So, and this is a key thing, and I know we'll probably delve a little bit more into it later in the interview, but key thing is... If for typical clients who are trying to lose weight, you must burn more calories than you consume. That's mm-hmm. like the most basic rudimentary level of understanding eating before you go into macros and counting macros and, you know, all the in-depth stuff that people are like, I don't know how to do all that. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it could be a lot. Um, I definitely can say, though, um, I'm very adamant about it because I've seen it with my clients. I have clients who from day one jump right in with the nutrition and the fitness they are taking you know my nutrition guide and they're using it and they're seriously applying it to their lifestyle and of course somebody's perfect so it's still over time and we talk about it week to week hey jay i tried this hey jay i tried that and i might tell them switch you know switch this switch that but Mm -hmm. the reality is my clients that definitely from the beginning are following the nutrition guide and making the changes because we all have changes to make see the results the fastest and the best and then people which is i'm not gonna say okay but it's a learning curve for everybody people who take a little longer to like get disciplined with their food they realize i am getting strong in the gym i do feel better but i ain't looking exactly how i want to look because typically it's the food and most people uh, i can't say i haven't had too many clients that heads and come to me with the aspirations to have a better midsection right it's a lot of our goal had that nicer midsection and i tell people the time i can look at most people's midsection and probably put you know tell you how you eat I mean, of course, no, I'm not a doctor. I'm not perfect. People have medical conditions. There's all types of reasons why people look the way they look. Mm-hmm. So, in the day, we shouldn't judge. But, you know, if you come to me and you're being transparent about your lifestyle and your health and that moment, from there, if I know there's no major health issue that would have your stomach or parts of your body looking a certain way, I can typically say, hey, I know that you eat a lot of junk food. I know you drink a lot of alcohol. I know you drink a lot of beer. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. it, it's going to look a certain way. And that's just the reality. 
Yeah, because I know for me, like last week, I think we were talking about, I had no energy, mm-hmm. but it was because of what I was eating. Mm-hmm. But then I was like, I didn't, because I didn't have energy, I didn't feel like making healthy food, but mm-hmm. it was like, I don't have energy because I'm eating trash. Mm-hmm. So what we eat is really important when it comes to how we function and mm-hmm. us getting the results that we want. I feel like for me, the reason that I haven't necessarily seen all the results that I want is because my eating is not always up to par mm-hmm. and because nutrition is that 80% mm-hmm. this week I've been super tired I went to the gym today will be my third day mm-hmm. but I've been trying to really lock in on my nutrition even though in those moments where I'm not going to the gym because I know that makes up a big part of it like yep. it's really really important mm-hmm. has there ever been a time where you struggle with your eating habits and if so like how did you overcome those moments um definitely just like my clients um I go up and down um when I first started teaching um, in, with Baltimore City Public Schools my first year in 2017, I definitely struggled. I mean, going into a new career, mm-hmm. having to learn how to balance that teaching, which anybody who's a teacher knows teachers, you understand what I'm saying. Yes. Um, it's a lot. And so, of course, naturally, like most of us, if whether it's a job, whether it's um, a health issue, whether you have kids, no matter what it is that takes up more of your time than you typically would have had taken up, we put our health last. I mean, yep. it's just our typical go-to. You know, in our minds, we're able to get through it. We'll survive. Oh, I'll, I'll survive. I'll, I'll make it work, right? Especially me at that time. I'll be honest. You know, I take for granted that at the end of the day, I know to most people, I'm not out of shape. So I don't look bad, but I feel like crap, mm-hmm. you know? And the reality is um, I struggled. I stopped working out. I was, I won't say I was eating whatever. Thankfully, I've always had a pretty decent understanding of how to eat. And I've always eaten pretty healthy. So even in my home, the, the food I bring into my home isn't bad. But I was definitely eating out more. You know, at the school, they're giving you bagels. They're giving you donuts. They, <laughs> yes, <laughs> you know, they, they, they potlucks. You know, so then you just like, yeah, I'm going to eat it. It's convenient. It's there. And next thing you know, I'm moving. Well, I wasn't a sit-down teacher. So I move around my classroom. But, I mean, it's not the same as going getting a workout in. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So it just wasn't enough. And so I'm, I'm getting to the point where I'm sitting down. My pants, I'm like, mm, I feel like something's showing. Like, let me pull my <laughs> pants up. You know, you feel a little tight. Your shirt's not fitting the same. Your buttons is popping. <laughs> So you start realizing like, okay, I need to get it together. Mm-hmm. So, um, I could say from there, I had to just basically lock back down, um, reduce the sugary foods in my, in my new, my diet. I had to, um, con- watch how much calories I was consuming, what I was consuming, really evaluating. Are you hungry? Or are you just overeating right now? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you're not even hungry. It's you just eating cause it's there. You're bored. Um, I wasn't, I'm not an emotional eater. I know some people are emotional eaters, but I definitely can say I'll eat just eat I'm one of those people who if I'm eating and it's a little bit of my food left I'll try to force myself to finish it even though I'm not hungry because I don't know why I just don't like leaving a little bit of food in the fridge Mm -hmm. but it's still overeating so it's just a bad habit and that's something I had to evaluate myself like Jay cut it or I even will eat healthy and I'll overeat I'll eat too many calories and I had I was telling my client a client one day um, I think last week I was like you know don't get it twisted just because you're eating healthy food does not mean you can't overeat yep Again, the point going back to the basics, you must burn more calories than you consume in order to lose weight. If you're trying to lose weight, of course, if you're trying to gain weight, it's a whole different process. But just the point of saying, like, if just because I'm eating salads all day, if I'm eating too many and I'm overeating ca- the calories, it doesn't matter. It's a calorie surplus. You're going to gain weight. Yeah. I'm glad you talked about how, you know, when we are doing a lot things that take a lot of our time, how we can forget about the health part because I'm about to start working at my alma mater mm-hmm. in person. Congratulations. Thank you. So I'm going to start working at Poly in the fall. And of course, we've been virtual for the last year or so when I um mm-hmm. started at College Bound at the two schools that I was at. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to be working at Poly. School starts at 830. Poly is like 30 minutes away. Mm-hmm. So how am I going to 
make sure I'm still working out and prioritizing healthy eating mm-hmm. if I'm back in the school building. Because, you know, when you're in there all day, you with those kids, it's... you can kind of get off track and work Easily. can kind of take over. So mm-hmm. I feel like it's important. That's why right now I'm trying to really establish a schedule. Mm-hmm. I got a planner. There you go. From Amazon. Go. I'm like writing everything down, trying to put myself on a schedule yep. so that I can be consistent with my nutrition and with working out. Because mm-hmm. like you said, teachers... They're with their kids all day, grading, staying after work. Lesson like, planning. A lot of them don't really prioritize their health unless mm-hmm. maybe they are, um, like, teaching a sport after school or something like that. So that's just something to um, keep in mind when it comes to your health, making sure that we all prioritize it, mm-hmm. even if we do have to work full-time, even if we do have kids, mm-hmm. even if we do have all these responsibilities. Prioritize your health and not let yourself get to the point where it's like, I'm out of shape, mm-hmm. I'm eating whatever, I'm grabbing donuts from mm-hmm. Dunkin' Donuts, so... That's very important. So can you kind of explain um, when it comes to nutrition, what it means to be a mindful eater? Yes. So uh, a mindful eater, excuse me, a mindful eater is, like I said earlier, cognizant of what are your habits, right? We all have um, unhealthy habits and then we might have some healthy ones. Some people are great at drinking water. They, mm-hmm. they just love it, right? And then we have people who are like, oh, I have my Starbucks in the morning, and then yes. I'm going to have my juice, and then I'm going to, you know, um, I have wine at night. And it's like, I get it. You know, you're adults. We want to consume the things that make us feel good inside, but it's not making you feel good inside. Like, literally, pun intended, inside is like, please, stop. <laughs> like, help me, please. <laughs> you know, and so I'm not saying you have to be the super strict, I drink a gallon of water a day, mm-hmm. but... Um, you have to really evaluate, do I need the juice with this meal or should I just get a bottle of water and drink it with this meal? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and, and have I consumed enough water today? Like I said, portions. Cool, you have healthy food in your plate. But if you have these big, gigantic portions, I mean, it does, you're not helping yourself, right? You're just hurting yourself. And we typically, and that's a bad thing in America, yes, the overeating. Mm-hmm. It's, it's such, it's put everywhere. You know, you have these commercials that show all this food in the plate with the steam coming out and it looks so delicious and you sit there and we're eating all this food and you are full and you start unbuckling your pants and you're still eating and it's like, just because you unbuckled your pants didn't mean make more room for food. It meant stop <laughs> that was a sign <laughs> to stop eating. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? And um, that's something that, that's a hack I tell my clients because I'll be honest and I mean, there's some more than sure there's trainers out there who won't agree. But I'm a very realistic trainer when it comes to nutrition because at the end of the day, nothing is going to change overnight. I don't care who you are. Maybe something you do overnight at some point, mm-hmm. but it's not really possible. So if you're used to going out and eating your whole plate of food, me saying you need to, next time you go out, you cannot eat the whole plate is like probably not going to happen. So we're going to talk about making small changes. I tell my clients, when you get that plate of food, more than likely, even the salads at this point, when you go out, you can split it in half, take half home yep. and eat half. And I'm more than sure the half you eat, I'm not saying you're going to be over overly full and like oh my gosh i can't move which you shouldn't feel that's that was horrible say, yep. but I, you will definitely be satisfied there's no reason why you should have hunger pains there's no reason why your stomach should be still saying like feed me feed me like you're fine and i tell you all the time like we've been taught and over the years to like have that level of i'm so full i had the food baby and my stomach is sticking out and i do it too i'll mm-hmm. be right honest my friends know i love to talk about my food babies it's kind of <laughs> funny because i look pregnant so it's a kind of a running joke amongst my friends and i but um you know, the reality is that's not really healthy eating. You just need to eat enough to stop feeling hungry. Yes. And then from there in the next two, three hours, maybe three to four, depending on your metabolism, your body will send a signal again. Hey, time to eat again. Cool. Which is why if you eat, people are like, oh, I eat one big meal a day. It's an issue. Mm-hmm. That's a problem. You should be eating three to four smaller meals a day to really sustain the energy your body needs throughout mm-hmm. the day to get through the day. And a lot of people have misconceptions of nutrition, which is why, like, when I give my nutrition guide to my clients, I'm very adamant, like, read it. Because it's rudimentary of, un- like, learning the importance of eating and why it is important. Like, 
every food group, no matter what your lifestyle is. You could be vegan, you could be pescatarian. I don't care. Mm-hmm. The reality is, it's a certain way that it needs to be done, especially if you're going to come in the gym and work out and start lifting weights. I mean, that's a whole nother conversation. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> you, that's a, you know, you have to have the energy to do that. And I actually happened with one of my clients the other day. And I actually, you know, because that's how invested I was in her growth. I ran to the Wawa down the street and I got her um, a Cliff Bar and um, some apples and I came back. She ate it. And I mean, within 10 minutes, she was like killing the workout. Mm-hmm. And, but that's how important it was. And, you know, not that I want anybody to go through that, but I think that learning moment for her really taught her like, wow, if I do not eat, I will not get through this workout. Because she was struggling. Not because the weight wasn't was heavy. She could lift that weight. Mm-hmm. She just, her body was like, I don't have anything to do this right now. Once she had that food in her, she finished the workout, no problem. And like the next workout she came out, I was like, she was like, girl, I made sure I ate today. Yes. You know, so it's a learning experience. Sometimes we have to, what we say, burn our hand on that stove and we and we figure it out. That's facts. So I know a few weeks ago, I, I was dying because I didn't have any energy. Mm-hmm. But I remember when I was in like middle school, there were times where I would like, I don't know why I did this, but mm-hmm. I ate spaghetti a couple times mm-hmm. and then I went to dance practice at church. Mm-hmm. As soon as we started moving, lightheaded I need to sit down mm. because it was so heavy so mm-hmm. it, it's really important that we pay attention to mm-hmm. when we eat like you said what we eat before mm-hmm. workouts after workouts and throughout the day because what we eat really affects our whole body yep. like you can feel sluggish yep. you can feel tired mm-hmm. just because of what you eat mm-hmm. so when it comes to what we should eat like what are some foods that we should eat daily and what are some maybe that we should eat in moderation Daily, I definitely can say on a basic level about macromolecules, you want to consume a carb and more specifically a complex carb, um, not simple carbs. So there's there are two different types of carbohydrates, simplex, simple carbs and complex carbs. Our simple carbs are the sugary drinks, the Starbucks, the juices, um, ice cream, chips, candy. They don't have a health benefit. They're going to go in your body and it's going to be stored as fat. I mean, that's it. That's it. There's nothing beneficial to it. The complex carbs are the ones that's going to be like high in starches. So mm-hmm. quinoa, brown rice, um, sweet potatoes, um, red potatoes. Those are the ones that are good energy source. And especially for like working out and everybody's different. And I do think due to my lifestyle and being athlete since I was eight, I can, I don't recommend it for everybody. I can eat 10 or 15 minutes before workout and be fine. Mm-hmm. Now, of course, I'm not going to eat a whole bunch, but I can. I know some people who are like, I'm going to throw up if I do that. So know your body. If you need to eat an hour out, eat an hour out. I tell, I, for me, anything less than two to three hours before a workout, and that's really, like, again, that's it sounds like it's pushing it for me. But I think, you know, your body starts to burn it off. It's going to use it as energy. So you need something to get to your workout, whether it's a um, granola bar, some, a handful of granola, almonds, um, peanut butter or something with high in protein mm-hmm. whatever it is you know it is very important that you um you are mindful of what you're consuming um things uh, things that's high in antioxidants um vitamin a vitamin e you know these are like more of our micro molecules that aren't in our major well not that they aren't our major major food groups they're in our food but they're not something you know people like take supplements for those as well mm-hmm. because depending on what you eat or if you might have food allergies or if you just are a picky eater you might not get those in your everyday foods and you know but you need them your body still needs them um consuming water as well foods high in fiber so i always um tell people um it's, i call them empty calories right so i can go to mcdonald's and get a big mac and fries and eat that and yeah you're gonna be probably full maybe for an hour mm-hmm. probably gonna be real sluggish 
and then your body's going to be hungry again because it's empty calories. It's not doing anything to fill you up. Now, if I go get a meal that's high in fiber, you know, leafy vegetables, um, broccoli, protein, um, things that are going to sit, complex carbs that's going to sit on my stomach, sit there, it's going to take a while to burn it off, and it's going to be a great energy source, I can sustain that for two to three hours. Instead of now, I didn't ate this high-calorie meal. Within an hour or so, I'm starting to feel hungry again. I'm going to eat another high-calorie meal. Yeah. Now, here we go. We overeating no calories because I'm, but I'm hungry though. My brain said I'm hungry. Yes, because you don't have, no, the calories you're consuming are empty. There's no benefit. Mm-hmm. And the, one of the worst ways that Americans consume anti-calories is through liquids. Yes. Liquids. Alcohol. Gonna, alcohol. <laughs> alcohol. Put the drink down. <laughs> Please. <laughs> one last shot. Like, you know, and people love to tell me, but um, vodka has zero. And just all this stuff would be like, yo, stop. Alcohol is really poison to your body. Mm-hmm. You know, and again, to be um, transparent, I drink alcohol. But the reality is, what it's doing to your body is poison. And so when you drink alcohol, your brain sends a signal. Your body sends a signal to your brain that's basically saying, hey, this is quote unquote poison. And I, we need to remove poison from our body. So mm-hmm. what does it do? Think about like back to, go to back to college days. You know, you partying, you drinking, you having fun, you dancing. And you, it's like you almost working out. You sweating, you hot, you know, <laughs> you, 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 but you burn it off. And what do we do when we start feeling like we're not as drunk or we're not feeling as much? We're not, you know, we're getting a little sober. You take another shot. You drink some more. And from there, what happens? You get bit feeling how you used to feel. But then also what we do when we drink, you eat. Y'all was about to say McDonald's. Yeah, right, but that was the quickest, nastiest thing you could put in your stomach. <laughs> you eat because you're like, I need to put something in my stomach. Not helping. <laughs> like, I need some grease. I need some grease. Something to, to soak this up. Yes. You're soaking a lot of stuff up. But your body's still going to say, hey, although you're eating and although you're drinking and you're moving around, so you're kind of burning calories and doing this dancing, right? The reality is um, the poison is going to be the most pertinent thing for your body to remove. So it's going to work on removing the alcohol out of your body first and all that food you just ate is going to sit in stores fat. So a lot of people who drink a lot every weekend, bear alcohol, they have these stomachs because their body's like, okay, I got to get rid of this, but you're eating all this other nasty stuff with it. So I'm storing that because right now the poison got to go first. Mm-hmm. It's really a process that we just don't realize is happening outside of the fact that it's a whole bunch of sugar inside of all of that stuff. So yeah, your body's going to store this fat because it's like, well, I can only burn up but so much, so the rest we're going to store it. Mm-hmm. That's it. So foods that we should like kind of eat in moderation, we should drink alcohol in moderation. I'm going to kind of jump around the questions mm-hmm. a little bit. So you know that we like to go out, we like yeah. brunch, we like yeah. euphoria. Mm-hmm. I keep using euphoria as an example because I feel like everybody's always there. Yes. Um, is it possible for us to still enjoy going out while also maintaining a healthy diet? And if so, what are some ways that we can do that? Yes, it is possible. Again, very realistic. Um, you know, unless you are in a specific type of um, health risk, you know, if your doctor says, listen, if, if you don't stop, God forbid, you're gonna kill over. Mm-hmm. Like I, stuff like that. Yeah, you don't have room for a cheat meal. Like you can't. You can't put your life on the risk, right? Um, if you are a competitor, you're maybe a, a professional bodybuilder. You have a competition coming up. It's not worth it, right? You're an Olympian. Like we have the Olympics going on right now. It's mm-hmm. not worth eating bad or drinking bad when you have a specific goal. But let's say you don't have a specific goal. You're just trying to get a healthy lifestyle. You're just getting in shape. Um, but you, you know, you still living your life. I do think so. Again, I'm gonna take it back to the rudimentary level. If you are consuming less calories than you burn, you're going to, quote unquote, and I keep using the example of losing weight because it's just a big part of like in my fitness industry. I could just say most people, you know, come to me for that. Um, that's going to be, um, you know, the biggest thing. So if that Saturday you go to brunch, bottomless mimosas, um, that is your one cheat meal. I say you ate clean. I mean, for real, clean every other day, every other meal for the week. And that one 
you probably will be fine. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, I'm not going to say if you were to count the calories that it might not be high, but you'll be fine. But also moderation. Okay, I know it's bottomless mimosas, but you didn't have three or four, but you you good. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you're good. Again, down to the food. They going to get a lot of food in the, in, on the brunch plate. Heck yeah. Eat <laughs> part of it. Don't eat all of it. I know it tastes good. So it's one of those things. And I tell people, you know, whatever your goals are, you just have to, like, live by them. You can't be going off your homegirl who, you know, she got a wedding in a year and a half and she's taking her time to get in shape. But you going to Cancun in three months, no, ma'am. Y'all t- timelines are different. Mm-hmm. Your eating habits, you know, everything you do is going to look different. Like, yes, everybody should be super strict and should be so perfect, but we're not. So whatever your goals are is going to also define the level of intensity of, you know, how strict and disciplined, you know, can you be. But I do think everybody should have a level of discipline and um and sacrifice, like, Depending on what you are, especially if it's, like I said, a health risk, I mean, it's just not worth it. Mm-hmm. You know, if your doctor says, hey, you keep consuming salt, you're going to have major health issues, Put throw the salt away out mm-hmm. your house. Don't even, like me, I, um, once I was diagnosed with my heart condition, I actually, my blood pressure was becoming an issue. I don't even have salt in my house. I buy anything I can buy that's salt free. Yeah. I buy it salt free. Like, people are like, they don't taste as good. Yeah, but I'm healthy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, it's just not a sacrifice I'm willing to take. Like, I'm not willing to take that to have high blood pressure. No, no, ma'am. No, thank you. You know? I'm glad you talked about Cancun because, like, somebody had asked me when I was talking about doing an episode of nutrition mm-hmm. how can we travel mm-hmm. but also still eat healthy? Because, you know, when we travel, like, for mm-hmm. example, Houston, Atlanta, a lot mm-hmm. of the places I've been have been. Real black, so yep. you know we got brunch. You know mm-hmm. we got black-owned bakeries, mm-hmm. and you want to eat everything. How can we still travel and still, you know, not go overboard? I know you talked about doing it in moderation, but, like, what can we do when we travel? So when we travel, and, you know, it's funny you say that I just came back from Atlanta recently. Um, I think, again, it's being mindful. So, yeah, if, if you travel every week or something or every month, then it's going to be different. Mm-hmm. But if you take that one trip a year or one trip, you know, two trips a year, that trip you shouldn't spend your money i'm gonna go ahead and say enjoy yourself again though everything is moderation the reality is one if you're not even hungry don't eat save it for later i get you gotta go back on a flight so maybe you can't take everything with you but the reality is you know have a piece share it with your friend whoever you went with you don't have to have a whole cupcake you eat half i eat half Mm -hmm. right um when you do go out be mindful like set a goal for yourself especially like i said depending on what's going on in your life at the time and why you you know, whatever your health goals are, even when you travel, okay, even though I'm capable of taking six shots, I'm only going to have two, and then I'm going to ask for... Not capable. <laughs> <laughs> you know, people are like, I, I got a high alcohol tolerance. That's great. <laughs> but still, what you're not going to do is, you know, so just be moder- You know, just be mindful of like, do I need this? Mm-hmm. I don't, you know. Cool, I'm out on the beach. You know, you got the vendors. It's like, oh, mommy, come try this. And, you know, you're like, okay. And you're like, oh, thank you, just a little piece. Or, you know, I don't need the whole thing. It's the smallest things that really make the difference. I'm not saying don't try that island cuisine. I just don't need all of it. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe I get the appetizer portion versus the dinner portion, the entree portion. Like, there's the smallest things you can do. And then, yeah, sometimes you got to be mindful. Dang, I done had this today and this. You know what? For dinner, let me find a lower carb option on the menu. Typically, it's probably still going to taste good. I mean, it's a restaurant. Like, most restaurants are going to make nasty food. They ain't going to be in business. So, you know, just really, and like I said, if that's not an option, you know, some of them menus don't handle low-carb options. If that's not an option, um, or I should say low-calorie options, excuse me, then eat part of the meal. Just eat part of it. And you'd probably save you some money in the long run anyway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so with our generation, like I said, we love going out. We love mm-hmm. brunch. We love traveling. Mm-hmm. With the black community specifically, mm-hmm. there are a lot of foods that we eat mm-hmm. that are not the best. Mm-hmm. Fried foods, salting mm-hmm. foods. Yep. 
doused in gravy. Yep. How can we still enjoy those foods um, without, you know, going overboard? And can um, we still enjoy them? Like, I do believe we can. And I'm going to be honest and say with moderation. Yes, the reality is you are not going to be able to get grandma's fried chicken the same way when you <laughs> bake it in the oven. It ain't grandma's fried chicken. It's grandma's baked chicken. Okay? And that's just the reality. Again, a sacrifice. Everything, you know, one thing I can say about this new, this age, we got the internet right in our hands, right? So mm-hmm. even if you don't know, all you got to do is type in, Google going to give you over a million answers in 0.5 seconds of how to make a healthier version of fried chicken. I know everybody now has an air fryer, right? And so the reality is there's always a way. There might come with a sacrifice of taste, you know. It might come yeah. with a sacrifice of that true authenticity. Mm-hmm. But your body says thank you. And those are the things you have, to, you have to ask yourself, what am I willing to sacrifice and what is an absolute, you know, hardcore no? Like, and you might have those hard lines. But at the same time, if your hardcore no, no, I need grandma's fried chicken. If that's your hard no, like you refuse to have an alternative but if that hard no is affecting your health, then it's not worth the risk. And mm-hmm. that's where, as adults, you have to make the hard decisions. Just like we do all the time, you know, hey, I'm looking at my expenses this month. I noticed that I'm spending too much here and there. I'm going to eat out less. That's a hard decision we make because we realize my money is being used in a way I'm not supposed to. The hard answer is, hey, girl, you want to go out? Can't my, I, I've used all my money this month for going out. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing with our health. It's just so easy to be like, oh, I'm going to do what I want. You know, I'm going to go out. I'm going to eat. It doesn't matter. A lot of times we don't realize what's going on inside our body. So on the outside, and you might even still look fine on the outside. And because of that, you just do what you want until it's too late. Mm-hmm. And then somebody's telling you, you can no longer do what you want. And if you do, this is where you'll end up. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the foods we eat and consume are also carcin- have a lot of carcinogens in it. And sadly, that's why, you know, in the black community, we have a lot of, um, we are prevalent for a lot of cancer, um, diabetes, high hypertension, um, even just, I don't say basic illnesses, but getting pneumonia. Like, we are known to, like, you know, get those more than other races. And the reality is because, yeah, the food that we eat, although great and comes from a space from our ancestry yep. um, that really, you know, puts us in that, you know, as we know, a lot of other cultures try to assimilate. It also can be very detrimental to our body, which is why it's all about moderation. I'm not saying, you know, my family's from Trinidad and Tobago. We eat good. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? <laughs> this food tastes good. My dad can cook. But... You think my father's cooking that three times a day? No. Like, there's no way. So we have our Christmas meal, right? Your Thanksgiving meal. You have your summertime. Everybody come over. We're going to eat good for this day. But it's not something all the time. Like, And you have to learn how to move within the bounds. So um, just knowing like, hey, even though this is something we typically eat, we're going to add this instead just to take out the extra salt. Um, like, we do a lot of salt fish. It's literally called saltfish, so you know. It has salt in it, right? <laughs> and it's great, but you're supposed to boil it before you cook it in general because it's way too much salt, naturally. And what we do, we boil the extra time than you typically would just to remove even more salt. Sometimes it can be a little saltless, but it's healthy, and it tastes good still to me. You put your vegetables, you put your other seasonings that are salt-free, and it's just one of those sacrifices that over time, you don't even realize it don't even taste the same. I mean, personally, I know maybe everybody won't agree, but I do think it's something that... In the long run, when I go to my doctor, and he's like, "Red pressure looks great. It's worth it. It's worth it mm-hmm. every time." I'm glad you talked about the different diseases that we have in our community because that was going to be my next question. Like, why mm-hmm. is it important for us to be, you know, intentional about what we eat because of those different disease um, prevalences? Um, because then they it, it does hit as hard as I mean, statistics have shown that we have the we we get these diseases more than other races, mm-hmm. and as we know, dietary reasons, um, the way we live, the, uh, those reasons. The for a lot of our um, black community, the 
lack of access to healthier foods you know we have a lot of food deserts in um, our communities it's easy to just say whatever's convenient a lot of processed foods canned foods Mm -hmm. um, you know foods that are high in sugar and they last long but because of the alternative options that's put inside of them to make them last long but it's not any health benefit so because of that we have to go out of way to be mindful of when how and how much am i eating um and i know that if you don't have access of course that makes it hard if you don't have access to a car to even get to a healthier food option of course you're gonna go you're not gonna starve so you're gonna go eat whatever you have to eat but that's why i said you know um starting to educate yourself where there's a will there's a way and that's one thing you know if you talk to god and let him know this is what i want this is mm-hmm. what i'm looking to have god gonna make a way um, especially if you want to become healthier, if your life is on the risk, your child's life is at risk, you know, it's not a child obesity as well out here. Um, nobody wants to die just because they eat too much. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And I know it's not that simple, but just to put it in layman's terms, like just because I don't want to use the term being lazy. Like I said, being mindful that we have a lot of people in our communities that just don't have access. So that's yep. different than being lazy. Um, but I think being able to educate ourselves and just know, Hey, you frying that chicken how about you just bake that chicken this time you know what i mean mm-hmm. um you 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 put in all that them vegetables and all that oil to cook it how about you just roast them mm-hmm. how about you gently steam them all those small things make a difference because it's still cooking it you got to cook the food but just how you cook it yeah so what advice do you have for people who don't have access or people who want to eat healthier but they're not sure exactly where to start mm-hmm. or you know what resources to look at to start doing that Definitely one thing I could say, whether you have access to food or not, most people have phones, which means you probably have the internet. Um, and of course, you know, that's a whole nother level if you have internet or not. But more likely, most people are going to find access to the internet these days. Um, just start researching. Don't, sh- I don't want to say don't stress yourself out doing it right away, but sometimes we can get too far into trying to do stuff we don't even know what we're doing. Mm-hmm. So learn, learn literally look for what should I eat what should I not eat from there now now that I know the two lists of what to eat and what not to eat let me go look at what's in my home with what's in my home look at your pantry look at your fridge look at your closets okay this is all the stuff they said don't eat but make a pile throw that throw it away mm-hmm. then what do I have that is healthy and what else do I need to start making a meal I tell people like you go to the grocery store don't just pick up stuff shop with the intention of this is going to make the meals I'm trying to eat and from there, and that's, that's that's really one of the tips I tell my clients too when they're trying to transition from eating unhealthy to healthy. Um, let's start with one or two things, you know, depending on the discipline of the person. Everybody can tell me like some people are like I ain't disciplined Jade, and some people are like you know I, if you tell me what to do, I'll do it. Um, I say there can be two or three things you should be able to remove from your house tonight. Take it to the trash, mm-hmm. like not I won't eat it. I'm gonna put it at the top of the shelf that I can't really reach without getting a chair. <laughs> I'll be you doing want that. <laughs> I'll be doing that. <laughs> Because if you want it, you're going to get a chance. Get <laughs> exactly. Let me get these cheeses from up here. Listen, I know where I put it, and I know I can get it if I really want to. So that's why I tell people, like, if you remove it, because it happens to me. I get cravings. I love chips. I'm a mm-hmm. chip eater. I'm not a candy eater or a cake eater. I'm a chip eater. Mm-hmm. I remove all that stuff from my house. When I, like, really be like, Jake, get on your stuff. I remove from my house. And I promise you, this just happened the other night. I literally would be like, oh, I want, some, I want something salty. I want something like a chip taste, a crunch. I go in my, I, and I don't know what's in there. I still go open the pantry. I still go open the mm-hmm. fridge. And I'll be looking inside, like, thinking I'm something going to magically appear. i be like, ain't nothing in here. Yeah, same. It's all healthy <laughs> stuff. Look at me over here crunching on some um, unsalted ca- cashews. Just mad because it ain't what I want. Mm-hmm. But it's like, at this point, the hunger pain is gone. I didn't ate it. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, small things like that. Like, just, I like taking my bath. I like have my glass of wine. Now, I don't even put the wine there. I get the frozen mangoes. I put it in the wine glass. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I saw you did that recently. Yes, and I and it's just those small things. And I had the other wine glass has ice cold water in it, like literally. And you know, before I would drink like two glasses of wine in the in the bath, but now, no, and just small things, you know. Yeah, it's really mental. It is. Like, like you said. I, I used to throw stuff on top of the cabinet going mm-hmm. in the middle of the night. Like, last night, I was scared. I thought I heard something. Mm-hmm. So, I woke up. First thing I do, go to the cabinet, get some Oreos. Like, mm-hmm. why am I going to the cabinet uh-huh. getting Oreos? Uh-huh. I woke up this morning, like, let me throw these Oreos in the trash. My mother probably going to be mad because they was hers. But mm-hmm. I was like, I have to get rid of these because yeah. one thing that I do is, like, impulse eat. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, if I'm stressed, I'll emotional mm-hmm. eat. But definitely impulse eating or snacking in the middle of the night. So, it really is mental. Yep. Like, last night, I was trying to lay there and be like, you're not hungry sit here mm-hmm. drink some water mm-hmm. i still eat those oreos but it's really a mental thing yep. like a mental battle more so than physical yeah physical so it is and it's it, 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 i'm happy you said that it is a lot of times what we don't realize is that we think the gym and we think eating is going to be such a physical thing my body is going to feel that i'm not giving it what it wants it is your mind you're battling mm-hmm. you are battling your mindset and at that point when you make that shift and a lot of people only respect the shift once they see the result which is the unfortunate part because of course to see the result you gotta do it Mm -hmm. and it takes time yes time is the one fact that i think nobody ever considers as the thing that will break you but time you know i'm like i tell people time like you know a month into there working out with me oh my stomach's like this or oh i I thought i was gonna and i'm like it didn't take you 30 days to get out of shape Mm -hmm. did it (laughs) because if it did we wouldn't even have obesity in the world if it took 30 days to get back into shape and not that you can't get quote unquote in shape or like you know, healthier in 30 days on some level, but the most people's goals take longer than 30 days. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it is those things, which is why your mom Dukes might be mad, (laughs) but if it ain't even in the house, I mean, if you that desperate that you would hop in your car and drive to the store. I've done that. Let me get this ice cream well, me, on this you know Sunday. What? Let me go hot. Well, it's only seven o'clock. I'm not gonna just go to the store. It's still open. And I mean, and that's again, that's all still mental. Like, yes, it's an extreme if you're like doing that, but it is a mental thing at some point. And and I say that's why I tell people find the alternative. Mm-hmm. So like my wine, I know wine and man- frozen mangoes are nothing alike. But for me, in that wine glass, I'm like, okay, it's cold. I don't know. It has a savory taste. A little I like sugar. A little sugar. Right. And I'm like, okay. Like, even though at the end of the night, I could probably still drink wine. I'm like, Jay, you fine. Mm-hmm. You're fine. Like, it's okay. And so, you know, I think it's something that over time, it takes time. And it does take a long time. Most of my clients that have mastered eating, it took them months. I'm yes. talking about like seven, eight months. Like, closer to a year. It's not something that most people get overnight unless you already had a super healthy nutritional balance in your life. Um, you know, I had one client, I always, I always use her as an example. She was addicted to Chick-fil-A, like ate Chick-fil-A breakfast every day. She told me like, Jay, I'm telling you every day Dang. I eat Chick-fil-A breakfast. And I was like, wow, seven, eight months training with me. She was like, I don't go to Chick-fil-A anymore, Jay. Like I don't even crave it. She said, I literally don't even want it. Like mm-hmm. her body literally rejecting it. That happens to another client. One day she ran, she was really good. She randomly just had a slice of pizza. She said her body literally like, she had to use the bathroom. Like, you know literally rejected it like girl what is this like yes you know once your body head has the balance it needs it will let you know when you are consuming things you don't need mm-hmm. to know so it takes time the mental mindset um and the nutrition that's that 80 percent. and then the 20 percent is showing up to the gym whether it be with your trainer whether it be with your workout partner whether it be um by yourself the workout part is not the hardest part yes it's not it's not <laughs> It really is because once you do it and once you're there, especially if you're in a group setting, I mean, I get it. If you're by yourself, that can be difficult. But if you're in a group setting and you have a, a partner, accountability partner, a trainer, you're going to just do it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's that other, the other part, the 80, is 
that makes the biggest changes always. Mm-hmm. I know you use um, meal prep services. You're always mm-hmm. promoting. I forgot the name of it. Um, Fit Prep Meals. Yep. So you promote them on your page a mm-hmm. lot. Um, what other resources would you recommend to people um, in addition to Fit Prep Meals that they can use? Outside of um, Fit Prep Meals, and I won't set, set, step out and say that I absolutely know any other meal um, prepping services by name, but any other meal prepping service for that matter, um, if you aren't disciplined enough to cook, if you can't cook, if you don't like to cook, or you just like, I don't have time, Jade, like, but I want you to understand, there's no time for me to cook Mm -hmm. which is why i order food that's going to get you know sent to me um then a meal prep service and somebody a close friend of mine said this you know you got to pay to play the reality is you really have to invest in yourself so maybe that's going to cost more money but it costs more money yeah you ain't cooking it you ain't delivering it you got to pay something it's convenience you can pay it for the convenience you know you pay for the food yes if you go to the grocery store and you put in your cart and you pay for it and you put it into your house you, that's the convenience that you didn't have to do. You you cut the vegetables up. You stand over top of a stove for mm-hmm. an hour or two. That's the convenience. So I think that's the reality is that people have to realize that um, that's what's going to come down to meal prepping. A lot of my clients who are getting strict in their nutrition and they realize the importance and they, they've learned like, hey, I do got to do this. The problem is they're not cooking the food. So when they do get hungry, although they're looking for something healthy, what do we do? We can all drive within five minutes more than likely of our homes and find how many unhealthy, you know, fast food places. Or DoorDash it. DoorDash it. Grubhub it. Right? All that stuff. Now, trying to find a healthy place is much harder. It's Even very hard. the quote-unquote salads all these places sell, man, yes. them things, it's a joke. It's laughable. <laughs> it's, it's laughable. You know, unless you would, you would literally have to tell them to hold almost everything but the lettuce and mm-hmm. tomatoes. You know what I'm saying? To really call it a real healthy salad. So, um, it's something that I definitely can say, um, meal prepping service whether it's yourself whether it's a grocery list it's really nothing outside of that like i'm be real with you um you know people will look for these like tips and tricks i say cook in bulk shop in bulk if that's the case one pan meals um pinterest i got that from pinterest i was about to say pinterest i love yes pinterest, pinterest it's the easy go-to I, I eat i'm tired of eating the same thing girl look at if you don't look at them recipes pinterest i love one pan meals especially when i'm on the go i'm trying to multitask I cut up my potatoes. I cut up my my vegetables. I have my protein. I put it on one pan. That's why it's called a one pan meal. You put mm-hmm. it in the oven at 350 or 400, whatever the temperature is. Everything cook at one time. And you don't have to stand over there. It's in the oven. Mm-hmm. Walk away. I go do what I want. The timer go off. I take it out the oven. And yep. it's done. <laughs> like, that's it. Yep. Yeah. I was definitely going to say Pinterest, too, because I know I'm always on there. Healthy, yes, meatless meals, yes, exactly. Exactly. Different types of salads, looking up everything that I could Mm -hmm. can find. So it's definitely out there. Like you said, with Mm -hmm. us being on our phones all day, hop on your phone, scroll Mm -hmm. through Instagram, find some workouts, find some um, recipes. Mm -hmm. It's so many resources out there for us to use. Mm -hmm. Um, You just, like I said, have to get over that mental part and really just dive into your nutrition. Like you said, it starts with those small changes um, for us to completely change how we eat. Like, it's so, so, so important. It is. It is. And take it... And and, and I know we said a lot in this, like, in this conversation. I really want people to, like... Just take it one step at a time. Sometimes we can overwhelm ourselves trying to do everything we yes. see. We get on these people's pages, including my page, and we see I'm doing all these things. It's like, I got to do all these things just to be successful. Start one thing at a time. Mm-hmm. One thing, the time is going to pass. Whether you did it or you didn't do it, God willing that he wants you to stay on this earth right now, the time is going to pass. So, hey, for the next month, I'm going to focus on solely drinking less, no more Starbucks, and I'm going to drink water mm-hmm. or tea in the morning. And and then I'm going to have water. And then I might add lemon to my water for a little razzle-dazzle. Like, <laughs> you know, 
just small things. Okay, this month I conquered that. I did great at that. Now I'm going, like, if you're that type of person where you get overwhelmed easy so you do nothing, because that is me. Same. I get overwhelmed and end up doing zero things, and it's wild, but it happens. Then start with small things, and you'll be amazed in 12 months, you're doing 12 small things, which really now became 12 big things, and your mm-hmm. life has completely changed. And just stop trying to do everything in 30 days. Like, that's not possible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> do, you, do you have any, like, last-minute advice before we wrap up? Um, or suggestions or inspiration, motivation for people? My, I guess I'll do like motivation. I'll definitely say invest in yourself, right? Um, when we want to look a certain way, we go get our hair done. Mm-hmm. We want our, we want to go on vacation, we get our nails done. Mm-hmm. Um, we go into the pool, you might get your wax, right? Um, you like a pair of shoes, you go and get them. You find a way to make it happen. I feel like that same level of investment into being happy for those material things mm-hmm. or those experiences like traveling, we need to do with our health. Maybe it's not be something you find fun. And I guess me like, I don't like working out, Jayla. And I get it. I love working out. So I know that I cannot relate to somebody who doesn't. I can't relate to that feeling. But do you like being unhealthy? Mm-hmm. I don't think there's anybody on this earth that will say that. And maybe you don't even care. Maybe you still feel like, oh, this is a little, it's a little stomach. It's, it's a little flab. It's not a big mm-hmm. deal. Okay, 30 years from now when your child wants to play with you and you can't because I can't get up off this couch. That's not going to be a good feeling. Um, when you go to the doctor and they say, God forbid, you have stage two cancer. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you have um, diabetes. And if you don't eat properly, one day you might, you know, die. Like, the reality is you have to really think about, do you want to wait till you get to that point? Or do you want to be preventative? So, proactive, not reactive. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's no reason to be, now that I have high blood pressure, let me stop. Yeah. You knew you was putting too much salt on that food anyway. at risk before at risk before you know especially when they said you're pre-hypertension yes and you still go do it i mean come on how much more else do you need to hear you know and i'm not trying to say to make it sound so simple but your your, your vessel is the greatest investment you could ever make mm-hmm. so like me i left my job it was stressing me out because this mindset of mine my body my mind mm-hmm. is too important to sacrifice for something that there's too many jobs in the world yes it's just not important. Like, your body has to be it. It's the one thing that you're going to wake up and use every day. You might not touch that brush. You might not drive your car. You might not have to go to work. But you're going to use your body. Mm-hmm. So, take care of it. I'm glad you talked about... I, I keep saying I'm glad you talked about... But no, for real, I really am glad you talked about um, how we like to spend money on travel. We about to go get this wig. Well, not me, but... We about to go get this <laughs> wig for $500. Yes. But when it comes to oh, I'm going to go to the market and I'm going to buy healthy food. Healthier mm-hmm. food might be a little more expensive. We don't always do that, but mm-hmm. it's important that we keep that same energy when it comes to what mm-hmm. we're putting in our body, um, mm-hmm. how we're treating our body. We need to have that same level of commitment to, mm-hmm. okay, I'm going on vacation. I need to spend hours looking for this fit. Mm-hmm. Keep that same energy same and energy. invest in yourself like you said. So, mm-hmm. yes, this is a good episode, but we knew that. Thank so you, thank I, you, thank you. Uh, I, I know fun. you gave... Oh, go ahead. No, I was just saying I had fun. Um, I definitely <laughs> appreciate being here. And, you know, it's a t- it's a conversation. I don't think I ever thought I was going to be this in-depth about nutrition. It's crazy. I am studying for my certification in nutrition right now. Yeah, I know. Because it's that important. And I just feel like I know I have still so much to learn myself. Mm-hmm. You know, that's one thing I actually look forward to in this industry and in this business is, although I'm where I'm at now, I have so much to learn. Um, so I just... I, 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 I've realized through my conversation with my clients, I have a nutrition talk more than I have any other talk. Mm-hmm always and i that's how i knew like you had to go get certified nutrition mm-hmm. you had to learn even more than what you learned because a lot of what i've known is just from being here mm-hmm. you know being an athlete so i'm very um grateful for the opportunity for you and that this was a topic you chose because you know i know when you asked me we, we had a discussing topic so i was like you know what it's crazy because when you think of doing personal training 
nutrition is not the first thing you think of. Mm-hmm. It's just not. It wasn't for me. It's the workout. Mm-hmm. But it's the nutrition, man. That's the difference. That's exciting. I'm so proud of you. Thank you. Because a lot of trainers, well, some trainers, they'll get the personal trainer certification, and that's mm-hmm. really where they stop. Mm-hmm. But it's like y'all are giving nutrition advice, but you're not certified in nutrition. So I'm glad mm-hmm. that you are, you know, taking that extra step Thank to you. have all the education that you need to best serve your clients because I feel like that's so important especially when it comes to black nutritionists there's not a lot of black nutritionists that I know Mm -hmm. Um, when I was thinking about okay who's nutritionist or who knows about um, how we should eat It wasn't a lot of people that I could really think of, so I'm glad that you are taking the extra step to, you Thank know, you so much. have everything you need to be the best trainer, nutritionist that you need to be for your clients. Yes, ma'am. So I know you gave your motivations, but every um, episode at the end, I give Mike's motivation. So this is mm-hmm. a quote that I found earlier today. And the quote is, discipline is choosing between what you want now and what you want most. Mm-hmm. That hit home because mm-hmm. I know for me, there are times where I'm like, yo, I want this cake. I mm. want this mac and cheese. Mm-hmm. But then after I eat it, I feel bad. I'm texting my boyfriend. I'm like, dang, I should have ate that. Mm-hmm. Or dang, I feel bad. So just make sure when you make decisions regarding your body and what you're putting into your body, whether it's eating, um, watching, whatever, Listening. that you are thinking about how you're going to feel later. Mm-hmm. And you're thinking about the things that your body needs rather than what you might want in that moment mm-hmm. and that instant gratification. So just always keep that in mind. Um Thank you again, Jay, for coming no on. No problem. Thank you for having me. I hope me. y'all have learned a lot. I know a lot of people were talking about the nutrition component because that is difficult, especially with our generation. We love to be out in these streets. Mm-hmm. Um, but I hope you did learn a lot of helpful things that you will begin to implement in your life by taking those small steps. I'm going to put Jay's um, Instagram information, link to her website in the episode notes. So if you do want personal training, you do want that nutrition um, component, you can reach out to her. You want some fitness attire, some fitness equipment, you can reach out to her, go on her website um, and utilize her services. So thank you all for tuning in. Um, I hope that you come back and listen to our next episode. The next episode is um, actually going to be with... Um, Quintel Harkum from Good Part and Company. He has a juice bar, black man. Um, he's going to be talking about plant-based diets for so mm. for anyone who is interested in learning about that. He's going to be on here so you can get some information about that. So come back in in two weeks and get all the um, information you need. Have a great week, everyone. separate whoever's going to try to go for something is that you ain't going to quit.